Hey all, just a quick thing before this episode starts. I've been hesitant in releasing the episode simply because I don't want to pull focus from the completely justified Black Lives Matter protests. This is an important movement that I fully support. First and foremost, I encourage you as a listener to educate yourself, donate if you can, and make your way out to a protest if you can. And visit blacklivesmatters.carrd.co for ways that you can do your part. Now, on to the show. folks and welcome to episode 76 of the far beyond metal podcast i'm your host and guide on this metal journey daniel cordova in this episode richard henshaw of haken discusses his first band and i recommend the netherlands art rock band le Soir. before that i welcome sharon denadel to the program sharon is the lead singer of the band within temptation last year the band released their album resist and i've already followed up that album with a new single called entertain you she came on the show to discuss that song, the video for said song, her life during COVID, working with rapper and ride pimper exhibits, global politics, and more. So before my chat with Sharon, here's some of the latest single by Within Temptation. This is Entertain You. How has yeah. uh how's your afternoon been? My time zone math is a little off. It's like four. Oh, it's uh it's four o'clock here as well. Oh, good, good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, California, so we're looking at about seven a.m. Oh, seven a.m. Oh, wow. Uh, in the evening. In the is it evening? Um, in the, or in the morning? In the morning. In the morning. Yes. Oh my God, it's 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 early for you. <laughs> uh, my cat has had me up for the last two hours. She has oh, gotten okay. on this lovely schedule of waking me up just before five o'clock, and then not oh, great. not leaving me alone until I get up to feed her. So, um, it's. It's normal. I've been up for a while. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how was uh, how's your whole like quarantine COVID life been with uh, everything changing so suddenly? Uh, well, of course, in the beginning, I had to get uh, used to the fact that we were not allowed to be outside and that we had this, uh, of course, a lockdown. 
but we weren't um we didn't have that a heavy kind of lockdown as some countries like in spain or italy there was like you had you needed official papers to be on the street mm-hmm. and here in the netherlands they called it an intelligent lockdown so <laughs> that's how they sold it to us anyway uh but what they did was like okay appeal to our own um yeah you know uh consciousness now, how do you say not consciousness I don't, I'm trying to find the right English word because I'm trying to translate it in the right way. It's uh, They were trying to appeal to our common sense. That's the word I was searching for. Um, to our common sense, like, okay, uh, if you're uh, unwell, anyhow, you know, in any kind of way, or have a, you know, a cold, stay inside, and otherwise you're allowed to be outside, not with two people, but just one person to go do groceries, but you can have another person with you from the, your own family if you want to work out outside but i've got a garden so i didn't need to be outside to work out i could do that uh, luckily for me in the garden so you know it was uh, it was pretty okay compared compared to a lot of other countries where it was way heavier than here yeah here we've been asked to do like a common sense sort of like self-quarantining thing but i don't know if our our news of this sort of thing is coming your way but it's it's mayhem over here and it's insane (laughs) Uh, yeah, we do get to uh, get to see everything that's happening in America and all over the world, actually, because every country is different, of course. Of course. Again, how people respond to this situation, and uh, but I must say, since uh, you know, in America, there's so such a different response uh, in some states than others. Again, within your own country, but of course, it's a huge country, so it's also logical that everybody responds. You know. A different way and you can compare it to Europe and also in Europe everybody does it in their own way more or less so it's 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 kind of similar I think yeah California is one of the ones where things seem to be going okay but I mean the middle of the state hates our governor so well uh okay we'll just we'll get by I guess <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to in the meantime since uh, I imagine band stuff has slowed down well you know um First of all, we were, of course, supposed to be going on tour with Evanescent, uh, with the World's Collide Tour here in Europe. And we were just preparing some new songs. And um, so when everything stopped, we felt like, okay, what are we going to do, of course? And we had to adjust to the new situation and to postpone everything, of course. The tour had to be rescheduled and everything. There was a lot of things uh, we had to think about and to uh, reorganize, reorganize, of course. And... Um, well, besides that, we just try to keep our routine, uh, normal daily stuff. To try, otherwise, you go insane if you just, you know, you go to a different rhythm in life. You know, like uh, going to bed really late, waking up really late again. You get to well, it makes it more hard, I think. And for us, it was really thought, okay. We're going to try to keep the same routine that we normally do, same kind of way, time to go to bed, and waking up, uh, doing certain chores and stuff, and. Um, and then I started thinking, okay, um, you know, I saw these uh, Corona kilos coming towards me. I was like, okay, I'm gonna fight it off with a with a workout. And I started to make a playlist for myself first of all. And then I thought, why not share it? And it was really like a high intensity workout list of bands that I really like, and um, especially metal and rock. And I couldn't find really something that I wanted to work out to, so I thought like, I'll make my own. And eventually I started sharing it on on our music platforms and uh, it helped me to find new bands and uh, bands that are apparently very famous that I never heard of, (laughs) but I really like. So uh, yeah, I was really going 
in a sort of exploring modus because of it uh, into bands that I didn't know yet. And that was really nice, nice extra for me. And um, yeah, I called it, by the way, you can still look it up if, if you're interested. It's the, the, the Corona Quarantine Sweated Out Workout. <laughs> I'm typing it now. <laughs> and uh, it's mostly rock and metal. So it's, it's, but it's really all the bands that I really like. So it's, it's for me, uh, yeah. It's been very inspirational also. Uh, who are some of the newer bands before I uh, actually look up this list that you discovered? Well, um, Falling in Reverse is a band that I I never heard of. And apparently they're, they're, they're really, uh, really uh, substantial. Well, good. You know, they really go well as a band. And I didn't know them, actually. I only uh, just discovered them by going through all these playlists that you can find, you know, uh, that are, of course, uh, more or less... Uh, put together also on how you're uh, searching for certain bands and what type of bands you like already. So, but Falling in Reverse is one of the bands. Um, Motionless in White. You know, th those kind of things. I I've never heard of these bands, but apparently th they made ama make amazing uh, uh, music and also small bands, uh, smaller bands like uh, Yonaka. It's a band. It's from. Uh, it sounds very Japanese, but it's actually British. And you know, but they have really cool. They have a really cool singer, a, f a female singer. And so it's, I got to get uh, to hear a lot of new music and a lot of songs, also by bands that are already new. Like, uh, for instance, uh, I'm, a, I'm. I really like uh, Bring Me ba Bring Back the Horizon, mm -hmm. um, and some songs that I didn't know about them. That I was like, wow, this is really cool. I never heard this one before. And so, you know, these kind of things just came on your path by accident. And I'm just really happy about it because it will give me another thing to, you know, turn my head around and my brain around to think, you know, it's going to be all very inspirational for me. Yeah, those sound like uh, solid workout bands, I have to say. I, uh, my, my running, <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this thing where I go through a band's discography while I run and I just finished Mastodon and I just started Haken. And I love Haken, but they've got some like slow proggy jams that aren't really great to run to. So uh, okay, yeah, that's more difficult then. Yeah, yes. Because I've also got a lot of bands that I like, but it's not running material or a workout material. So this is really this this list will help you to do a, a, a high intensity workout. Nice. Check <laughs> For it out. Sure. <laughs> and um, I, with you being off the road, I imagine you're spending more time with with your kids at home. What do they think of you being home more right now? And like, what do they think of what you do in general? Well, they are very much in mu into music, so I've got uh, two boys who totally love to play guitar. They have a guitar teacher, uh, and um, they they just adore it. And my son just started um, trying to do garage bands on the on the computer, recording his own guitar lines and vocal things. And he's nine, and wow. uh, but he's like, I got nothing to do, so I'm gonna make music. And uh, so that, wow, you're you're early. <laughs> <laughs> You're early with this, you know. I'm meaning like, I was of course also into music already in that at that age, but uh, more only focused on vocals and not recording stuff already. So it's like one big uh, candy store for him, and we've got all this, uh, you know, uh, all these instruments here and all these possibilities to help him also to record stuff. So he's like, wow, what does this do? And <laughs> so that's cool. And uh, yeah, and for the rest, uh, yeah, they don't like me really being this uh, this person that, that helps them with schoolwork, of course, because they get to see a different side of me. <laughs> but yeah, it's all part of the deal. So yeah, we can't help it. So it's 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 necessary. 
And uh, you already mentioned the the now, I'm not sure if it's postponed or canceled, which word's being thrown out, but the tour with uh, Evanescence. What were your expectations for that tour? Like, were you and uh, Amy going to hop on stage with each other's bands or something? Well, it's, it, it is postponed for, uh, for now, and uh, we're really trying to make this work eventually. Uh, if it's going to be postponed, postponed again we're gonna postpone it again yeah <laughs> that's the deal we have more or less because we really want to make this happen it's just a matter of time until they find something that we can be in the bigger bigger venues eventually again hopefully uh before this tour can finally happen um but um what, what we were supposed to do together is what we decided on is like okay there's there's many options but what we can do but we felt like okay things need to be spontaneous so when we feel like it, we do something together. If we don't feel it, let's not do it. And maybe one night we do, one night we don't. It's just want to be keep it more spontaneous. Uh, I think that's the best thing because people will pierce right through it if it's not, you know, uh, spontaneous. And um, it just needs to, needs to feel good for everyone. That's the thing that we agreed upon. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, right. And uh, as everything has slowed down, the band has seemed to uh, kind of still keep in people's minds because you released the Entertain You uh, single a few weeks ago in the video uh, earlier this week as of the recording. Um, what about the song made it the lead single for whatever comes next for Within Temptation? Or is it just like a standalone single? Uh, at this moment, what, what we are doing actually is the... Um, what, what, what we intend to do is like, okay, we've just done a really extensive tour last year and a little bit before last year and so um to do more or less the same countries again uh but now with evanescence uh felt like okay we need to bring something new to the table so that this the idea that we had like okay we're just going to start writing immediately after the last tour that was in november and uh, we started recording in january february also with the video and everything we did big parts of that already and um, then, of course, everybody, everything just got uh, stopped because of the fact that it was, of course, this coronavirus and everything got postponed. And we felt like, OK, what are we going to do next? And we felt like, OK, we just want to bring some new songs to the table. Well, let's at least re release one at this point and see how things develop with, with the virus and everything and when the tour is going to be happening. And um, because it feels good to release something now, because it's we've never released something that we've written just recently. Normally there's two or three years in between, and sometimes those music feels a little bit outdated. So we wanted to be more on the ball, you know, as more quickly with releasing everything. And that's something that we we're trying to figure out for ourselves at this moment if this how this will work for us. So it's a little bit pioneering for ourselves. Like okay, we're releasing it now. We don't know when the album is going to be finished or eventually release, uh, but we want to release a few singles this year and maybe next year, and then eventually there will be an album. But it depends a, bit, a little bit also on how quickly can we record stuff also in this situation now because we can't fly to Sweden or, you know, we're working with this producer there. And it's nice to be together because it's a, it's a, it's a, a big process to get to an idea to the final, uh, final version of a song. Uh, you mentioned like having a song recorded and done for a few years, which isn't something I really ever thought about. Um, when you're about to go on tour to promote like a newer album of songs that have been recorded a while ago, is it does it feel strange to kind of revisit uh, places you were at either emotionally or mentally several years before for and to like make it seem new to fans or press or something? Well, somehow that's always a strange thing with music. What I have is like when I start singing, that's 
that particular song, uh, especially in the beginning, the first few times, although it's maybe a few years back, you get almost like transported immediately to that moment in time. Uh, after a while, it becomes more, it, it fades a little bit like the, 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 <clears throat> the, the raw edges of a song, you know, the, the emotion that you feel because you've done it a little bit more and it becomes maybe a little bit more easier for you to sing it. <clears throat> But in the beginning, it's always like you're like you're almost in the same time when you wrote it, and that's sometimes strange with music. Mm -hmm. I have, but also sometimes when I, for instance, um, have not played a song for a long time, and then when I do go back playing that song, I immediately go back to the state of mind, more or less, and what I felt because these, emo you know, songs are so attached to memories and emotions that you can always. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, get those emotions back somehow. Mm -hmm. You feel them again. It's like uh, like a print. It's like okay, here's this song, and and now I feel it. You know, it's like that how it goes. And uh, the only thing, it, the intensity of it fades throughout the years a little bit. So if it's and especially when things have come to a good closure, um, it's easier to sing certain songs. And if something is about something really personal. It will always be, and you know, never had closure somehow. For me, it's always difficult to sing certain songs. So it's, uh, and then I have my favorites, and I have some songs that I'd rather not play. <laughs> <laughs> That was some of Mother Earth by Within Temptation from their album, Mother Earth. I'll have more with Sharon shortly, but first, this is my first band. Every musician has to start somewhere, and in this episode, Richard Henshaw from Haken discusses his heavy origins. Ah, uh, well, my first band, my first proper band, was with with Ross, actually, the singer of Haken. We, were in, we went to school together, and we were in a band called Lost Child, and it was taken from the, a poster that we had of Radiohead, as I mentioned before. Uh, there was an OK, OK Computer poster, and it said Lost Child on it. it was, maybe it's even on the cover of the album, from um, looking back. But anyway, yes, yeah, so we named a band that, and we did a whole bunch of uh, Radiohead covers and Stereophonics. Did they ever make it to the uh, US? That's not one I'm familiar with. That could just no. be me. Yeah, well, they were huge in the UK. There's like a massive scene for that stuff, I guess, over here. But then we, we did a bunch of classic rock as well, like Led Zeppelin and, you know, all the, all the big Beatles songs. And that was good fun. And that really, um, you know, taught us a lot about how, how to play in a band and just how to jam with people and enjoy playing together. And then we actually got to a point where we were writing original music together. And then, like, a few years later, that's when we we actually started to form Haken. Yeah, it's funny. I had Ross on the show around the live album when that came out, and I think he told a, a, a different version of this story. Like, not like contradictory, but 
it's cool to hear another another side of it uh cool yeah we uh so we went to school together and we so we played a bunch of these Beatles songs and Radiohead songs and it was all very nice and sweet and then we we got into new metal when we were like 16 and we covered a song by Deftones I can't remember what it's called but the the chorus is basically him repeating the word fuck, 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 fuck over and over for about like a minute. So we decided to do a cover of this song at school and like the head teacher was there, the deputy head and uh, it, yeah, it didn't go down too well. But um, yeah, I'll always remember that. Virus by Haken has been delayed yet again to July 10th, 2020. Still, you can pre-order the album over at hakenmusic.com and keep up with them at facebook.com slash hakenofficial. And like I said to Richard, Ross also talks about this band, and you can hear his side of the story over on Farby Metal episode 37. Now before I wrap my conversation with Sharon from Within Temptation, here is some of their song with rapper and ride pimper exhibits. This is And We Run from Within Temptation's Hydra. Coming back to the new song a bit, the the new video came out earlier this week, like I said. What were you guys hoping to say with the video? Because it's a lot of very kind of um, high contrast visuals and sort of fringe uh, like fashion, I guess, for lack of a better word, on the uh, actors and stuff. Now, well, the, the funny thing is these are not actors. These are people who actually look like this in real life. Uh, so and they're not actors. They are friends of our um, our video director, who have been asked to perform before the video, who never performed before. So that's uh, really uh, yeah something special. Except for the boys who are in the video, they were also in my Indigo, my the only video I made for my Indigo, which was my solo project. Mm-hmm. And then they were way younger. 
So, but it, these are just people he knows from his village and uh, artists he work with because they make art, you know, with their hands, like uh, sculptures and stuff like that. So, um, these are people from real life, and, and it is, that's what I think is beautiful about this video. The only one who's wearing, uh, you know, like the makeup is me being like a sort of a joker, but then in my own way, in my own version of it. And of course, the two boys with 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 the with the with the white uh, the, the, the how do you say it uh, the corpse paint and everything on it. You know, the the, the makeup that they have. Uh, so uh, those we're the only ones who are actually performing. And um, the rest is really who they are. So the, you know, so that's that's what I think it's beautiful about this video. What I wanted to say with the video uh, and the song, it's for me. It, this this the inspiration came from the fact that I see a lot of thing, things happening in our society that are changing the way we are, um, you know, treating each other. Of course, there's there's always been a, a kind of disrespect for certain groups in, in society. And but it is bigger than that. I think uh, you see even on a bigger level, even governments and um, who are supposed to be people that we look up to, especially when you're young and that you have trust in when you're young. <laughs> uh, but when you're older, you become you become see there's a little, uh, you know, there's different sides to everything and everybody has their own. Um, um, they have their own interests at heart. So. Um, what I find difficult to see from society today is that even people who are in governments aren't like uh, a beacon of light for us. You know, they're not the, 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 the thing that we can put our complete trust in anymore. Because uh, if I'm talking about, about it could be a president, it could be uh, the police, it could be anybody. You know, I think that um, a lot of times um, we don't give them, uh, the right respect to each other. And I think if uh, a president does it already, then it's very difficult to, as a citizen, to think, oh, it's very easy to think as a citizen, to my opinion, okay, if he does it like this, I can be like this as well. I can be disrespectful in this way. I can use these kind of words. I can present myself in a certain way. And uh, you always hope that people who are in charge of certain in certain positions um, of government or anything else which is important for us, for our safety and for our um, in our trust in, in society, uh, that they will give uh, a, the example of how to be as uh, as a person, you know. And and I think that is changing a lot because I see. A lot of, if, I'm not specifically talking about your country, I'm talking about several countries. I think there's there's new development of how to talk towards um, people. And I think um, I think it's a, a wrong way of doing it because it it makes me um, feel that no one is in charge and somehow, you know, it's like, so I feel that, that the people that we should be able to put our trust in are not giving the right example most of the time at, at this moment. So that, that's one of the reasons I wrote this song and that it's, it agitates me uh, and it makes me well worry about the future more than ever because if you feel that there's no, um, you know, um, um, I'm trying to find the right words because I'm not a native speaker, of course. <laughs> that's fine. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to express myself in the most correct way without and being so clear as possible um but the thing is it's just if it comes down to one word it's about respect and uh, it, it can be on a level that i read some article about a boy 
who well, is not a boy anymore. He was 30, this guy that, that died last week here in the Netherlands. Uh, that's another way of seeing respect is like, um, I'm, not, I'm sorry that I'm going from left to right <laughs> Bring it, in it's this fine. conversation, but I'm trying to explain the different situations, how I look at this uh, uh, as, a, as a form of respect. I think it has with a lot of cultural things, it has to do with a lot of things in our society. One side is um, this guy that I, wrote, I read about in a newspaper, he, was, he died from an epileptic seizure. He got epileptic because of the fact he was beat up so many times uh, in our country by people who hate gay people. Um, that he got, um, when he was 16, he was beat up so badly, he got seizures from uh, epileptic seizures, and but so heavy that, that he was in danger while having these seizures. And he died last week during such a seizure. And uh, the thing is that um, if you're being told that somebody is bad over and over and over again because of religion uh, or because of whatever reason, uh, as a kid growing up in that kind of environment, you think that people who are gay or something, and you know, who are different from the norm in our society somehow uh, are bad. And so when you're on the streets and with, with a group of friends and you have learned it that way, then you almost, when you want to start a fight with someone, you will start a fight with, with a person who you have been taught is bad in, in your way of life, living and how you see life. And that's something that worries me, but I see it in so many different things. I see it also, like I said, in politics, that I think that certain people should be like a beacon of light and an example of what, what we should be, you know, what the correct way is more or less to how to behave towards journalists, towards normal people, anyone, to anyone, because you are some, someone you look up to. And that could be someone in religion, could be someone in politics, it could be someone... It could be your parents. It could be anyone that you look up to. They should be like an example how to be, uh, what the right, right way is to go, um, to be respectful, to learn what it is to be respectful to other people and to lead, let the, everybody who is different just be. <laughs> Do you still follow me? That's oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, like you said, it wasn't specifically about my country, but like, I mean, you know who my president is. It's unfortunate. Uh, so yeah. it'd be cool if he'd be nice to people, but he's not. And uh, he's not. No, exactly. it's just every day here. So I, I the song re resonates a lot with me. Okay, yeah, and but it's also without just bashing him, without him, to, you know, it's 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 more like I think that a president should be be like an example. Like I, you know, I was a big fan of Barack Obama mm -hmm. because he had so much. He gave so much trust to most people, like trust, like okay, it's going to be okay, and he was very polite always although you could feel maybe an undertone if he didn't agree with you but he would never attack you where all the cameras are or and that's something that i find sometimes but you know he's not the only one who does it there's so many so, so many at the moment in this world who are ruling this world you know who are in government who are not giving that good example which is sad in a way to my opinion so that yeah it resonates in the song <laughs> you're right um to change gears and like go on something a little lighter uh just yeah, real quick I, I know you've talked about this before i mean you had to have but being from california and like kind of having his music around me growing up uh what was it like working with exhibit and how did that collaboration come to be because uh i honestly forgot he even did music when that song came out because i knew him from pimp my ride 
mostly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we knew him also from uh, the program, but we also knew his music, especially Robert. And um, we've always wanted to make a song. Um, we, we always liked the song Run DMC. It's maybe a strange example, but for us it became like, okay, Run DMC with Aerosmith. That was like, wow, what a nice crossover. How cool was that? Uh, and when I was growing up, and so I always wanted to find a, a way um, to do a crossover with rap and uh, or something that was completely the opposite of what we do. And and being a fan of him, you know, of uh, his music and of also his program, his personality is just, you know, you see a lot of times, I think, with rap that uh, the personality shines through the lyrics, of course, because that's the most important thing they 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 give from their own personality. And uh, and what, what he had been doing, that was really cool. And we felt like, okay, maybe uh, he just popped in our mind because I can't remember actually how it became that way, but I think it was because we stumbled upon uh, music and he was actually on that list, like a playlist or something. And uh, and we thought like, why, why not ask Exhibit? He's always been one of those guys you think, wow, what a, what a nice and cool person. Maybe he's open up, he's open for for doing something uh, out of the, you know, out of the, thinking out of the box. And then we start searching on the internet about things he had done. And he was, had already done a lot of things that we would not expect from him. So we felt like, okay, maybe he might be open for this. And uh, we we asked uh, through our manager, like, could you approach his him uh, through his management? And eventually we got in contact and uh, sent the song and he liked it. So, okay, I'll do this. And uh, he came over to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember that he said, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, I'll show you Amsterdam. No, baby, I'm going to show you Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, shit. What did he, what did he exhibit show you? <laughs> <laughs> so that was really funny because he was confident that he w- would know Amsterdam better than me. But, you know, you know, I, he might he might even know places that I haven't even been to. So, that yeah, I don't know. We never had the chance to really explore, but... Uh, yeah, maybe in the future, if he ever is here, then uh, I would still take that take that on. Like, okay, let's go through Amsterdam. <laughs> I want a documentary series just about that. I want an entire 10-episode arc on Netflix about <laughs> yeah. Exhibit Within Temptation Adventures in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, yes. <laughs> I think that would be a really nice, really nice live soap, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for that, and thank you for talking to me today. Uh, I hope you have a good rest of your afternoon, and uh, good luck with, with everything going on. Um, and I hope to see you guys stateside maybe next year. I don't know how all this is panning out or what your schedules look like, but, uh, you know, keep. Yeah, most likely. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, good luck with everything. Stay safe. All right, thank and, you. And uh, hopefully we can come to America and meet each other one day. That'd be great. Okay. All right, thanks. You have a good one. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye.
can check out Entertain You by Within Temptation now on your various streaming outlets. You can also get the latest album Resist over at resist-temptation.com. Then follow them at facebook.com slash WTOfficial. Now to close this episode, I am recommending the band Lesois. Lesois, spelled L-E-S-O-I-R, are an art rock quintet from the Netherlands. The sound is an atmospheric, epic, and progressive one. And may they release their latest album, Mosaic, which is a fitting name for their whole thing because it brings together a lot of different sounds and influences. From Mosaic, here is Measure of Things in its entirety.
Mosaic by Lesois is out now. You can get a copy at lesoismusic.com. Again, that is L-E-S-O-I-R music.com. And follow the band at facebook.com slash lesoisband Now, if you want to chat with me, you can head over to farbeyondmetalpodcast.com, facebook.com slash farbeyondmetal, twitter underscore farbeyondmetal, and farbeyondmetalpod on Instagram. And as always, the theme song is Far Beyond Metal by the band Strapping Young Lad from their album The New Black, courtesy of Century Media Records and Devin Townsend himself. Thank you for listening. A Catbox Production.